Welcome back to the Corona Crew, a conversation had by coaches regarding their experiences in the sport of rowing. Our intent is to convey the lessons that we learn through our own experiences, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, in the hopes that it will connect with the experiences you're facing or things you might be thinking about. This is episode nine. I'm Ryan Sparks. Thanks, Ryan. We are joined back with three of the four OG members of the Corona crew. We've got Ryan Sparks, who you just heard from, and then we've got Nick Lee Parker, and my name is Katie Lane. So on episode nine, we've got some big things to share. You know, I think the most important of it kind of being that this is certainly going to be a transition from the platform is of sharing our stories um, to searching more for other stories. Uh, So we'll be talking about how we're going to transition from this environment into the next one. What you can expect uh, is going to change, how we're going to navigate that change. But first and and most importantly, going on in the world right now. And Nick, I'm going to pass it over, over to you. All right. Thanks, Katie. As everyone knows, the last couple of weeks have been really hard for everyone, but especially for persons of color within our country. And as coaches and educators, our job is to teach, is to teach a love of the game, to teach a love of the sport, and a love of the friendships and the lessons and the experiences we've learned. And that's something we've all shared in making this podcast so far and it's been really fun but there's an underlying statement that we understand and we hear and it's one of the things that's driving the changes we're going to talk about so much of what we need to hear is not my story or katie's but the many others that have contributed to rowing and successes and sport beyond and we have to specifically address Black Lives Matter. And we have to do it in rowing. We have to be part of the change that we want. And we need to think about how we're going to do that. So if you're listening, I'd like you to consider how you're going to make your club, your school program, your national team, whatever group you're part of, rowing and otherwise, How are you going to make it more diverse and inclusive? How are you going to make anti-racism a part of your organization? How are you going to enforce it? How are you going to bring that kind of accountability? What are the steps that have to happen to get there? And there are steps that have to happen now, not next year, not after the next incident. They need to happen now. Most importantly, I want to know how we're going to listen because there are really great voices out there. So I would encourage you, look at Row New York because they've put out a great list of resources. I would encourage you to find Philadelphia City Rowing, which has put out another good list of resources and questions that we need to ask. If we're not asking these questions, then we're not taking care of our sport. We're not stewarding it and the values that we keep talking about, the love of being on a team, of taking care of each other, of pushing towards a goal, then they're not actually our values. And I'm excited to hear how people are doing that. I'm excited to listen. I'm excited to learn and grow 
because I know I have a lot of growing to do myself. Really looking forward to being able to do more of that with Sparks, do more of that in my coaching and my personal life. And I hope you are too. I mean, I don't want to speak on behalf of Ryan, but you know, from, from where we all see it, you know, we, we share exactly what you're thinking, Nick, of it's not what needs to happen in the future, what needs to happen now so that the future can be better. I think from, you know, what we can all say about Sparks and why we get involved with this community is that because we value the experience and how special that can be. But, you know, there's clearly room for improvement on all fronts, not just rowing, but just in everything. And I think the way that you just worded that, Nick, was nailed right on the head. Thank you. We've had, I've been fortunate enough to have some good conversations with some great leaders in this space over the last week, and they've helped me see things from new perspectives, and that's going to continue happening. That has to continue happening, and, you know, that's how we find solutions when we're coaches and we're looking to make a crew go faster, help an, individually, an individual reach their goals. We're looking for new solutions to the same problems, and, you know, we have a skill set that we can apply to this. This is something we're good at, but we've done so poorly. So I'm excited to see what we do. And I hope that we can make it happen now. I think the resources that you put out there too with uh, PCR, I know just put out suggestions and, and ways that you can improve your own boathouse right now. Um, and I know a lot of the other college programs and, and everything else are also listing, you know, black owned businesses that you can support um, instead of, you know, big box retailers. So there's definitely been a lot of traction, which has been really cool to see. Yeah. As much as it's been hard, I think I've, I've heard some really good stories and that's giving me a lot of hope. And I think our, our goal is to help make sure those spread and that we, we expand our capacity and we do more good. No, absolutely. Where the Corona Cruise is going to transition into is a series called Sparks by Rowing. And what, what our aim and our vision is for that is to, is to build from the principles and the experiences that we had during the Corona Cruise. Certainly, it would, you could view it as a little bit of a beta test of you know, how we got into podcasts. But I think the idea of sharing stories and from what Nick had just said, the idea of letting more voices be heard. Um, between this podcast with the Corona Crew and what we're going to see with Sparked uh, by Rowing is that these are all stories. There's no agenda. There's no, there's no swing. There's no bias to be had. It's merely a platform to share stories and let those stories have voices that may not have been heard in the past. So what we're excited to do in this next series of podcasts is, is to even stretch beyond the media rowing community. So looking at people you know, from other countries, um, but even so different occupations or different experiences. It doesn't always have to be the current coach now, but we want to find the stories and listen to the stories that, you know, ultimately have, they've shaped people into professionals in all fields. We're just excited to be able to take it to the next level um, and bring more people, bring more stories to light. But Ryan, when we initially began this, obviously Sparks has two major components. They've got the camp component, like the in-person interactive environment, then you also have the, the college counseling and consulting aspect. You know, what do you, what do you think was the main idea or the main inspiration to try and do a platform like this that we, that Sparks had never really done before? Well, I think that the main inspiration was letting off some steam because of the fact is, is that we don't have a spring season. We don't have a summer season. We may not have a fall season in 2020. And 
the loss of community is sad. I mean, we definitely feel that because we're not having camp this year, at least in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, to kind of echo what Nick had to say and to really speak to what we're about in general is the experience of rowing that is potentially the mainstream experience of rowing in the U.S. To be honest, looking at the, the diversity of myriads of experience of rowing, particularly on the junior level, is not the actual experience of rowing for the majority of people in the United States. So what I'm saying is division one collegiate rowing is not the actual majority experience of rowing in the US, nor is it, it, is it over the entire the world. And yet that's the one we hear the most about, right? And so I think that, you know, the ideal of what we're trying to do here is share a number of perspectives on the sport such that hopefully you can enjoy other people's experiences and be able to draw from them. Um, And I think that that's kind of what the initial intention was. But to be honest, like the way we put it initially together, it was just kind of, I don't know. I mean, if you've listened to the last eight episodes, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So I think um, we're seeking to to provide some level of of positive voice in your life uh, on a weekly basis in regard to the sport. And that will continue, but will transition in the way that it it takes form, hopefully into a way that's more enjoyable to listen to. What do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned on doing this project? It's an interesting thing to try and communicate with with folks that you can't see. And it's very different than standing in front of a crowd at a camp and being able to talk to them about a subject or another subject. And to be able to convey the right type of energy and the right type of, of kind of subject matter that hopefully makes it interesting for you as a listener is something that we've had to iterate on just like you take, you know, the first 10 strokes you ever take took, took in rowing, I guarantee you weren't very good. <laughs> and, and so we're, you know, we're nine. Except strokes. for a shout out, right? One of our guests said that his highlight in his rowing career was learn to row. So shout out to Jesse from Harvard. So I don't know if that's really accurate. It was all downhill from there. Yeah, I guess, I guess if you're a Harvard person, then everything you do is perfect. That's coming from a Yale coach, by the way. And so anyway, suffice us to say, um, I think that the challenge has been understanding how to make something that people really enjoy listening to. Um, we want to encourage participation from folks uh, insofar as what, uh, they're hearing. We are now seeking to evolve um, at this point into something even better than than it's been, but at the same time extend community to you, the listener. Nick, what made you want to be a part of this experience? I like spending time with people who I know care about the sport and they care on a deeper level than just winning races. I really do. I think it's a new perspective. Um, I've had enough conversations with Brian over the years to know that at the the end of the day, he really cares about the experience people have and he wants people to have a great experience. And that is really meaningful to me. And, you know, Katie, we've really gotten to know each other better. And so I just every week I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm learning something new. I loved having Jesse on because he does challenge me. I think it's one of the reasons I love working with him. I am still pondering 
this question where he basically called me out on like, Nick, what have you changed? Like over the last like few years since Jesse, uh, you know, yeah, left me. And I don't have a good answer for that one still. I'm still thinking about it. I knew getting to be involved with this group of people who were going to ask some different questions and uh, post things different way was going to be fun. And I'm still struggling to answer some of those questions. And I think that's what I'm looking for to advance my own coaching and enjoy like the experience and make sure that I'm able to provide that right experience for others. I think that's the fun part. That's also what you look for in a team and everybody else. So I think there's a lot of correlations there. What about you, Katie? I didn't really have expectations coming in. It was like, okay, well, this is, seems like a great group of people, you know, certainly that we can bounce ideas off, you know, we're, we're all very, as Nick said, passionate about the sport and, and certainly have a much deeper appreciation for the experience. But I think it's very interesting to put all the minds that we did in different episodes because we take different approaches to thinking about things but we have the same, I would argue the same level of heightened interest in the same thing, if, if that makes sense. So the idea of, if you asked all of us to define success or you know, put one word to summarize their, co like their coaching values in one word, we're all gonna have different answers, but yet our platform and our grounding is that we're here because rowing has helped shape us. And so I was interested to get to know Again, Nick, you, a couple other coaches that came on, and just really have insightful conversations during a time that, for a lot of us and pretty much for the world, it was pretty scary. Of you know, we lost the spring season. Nobody really knew what what to expect. We still don't really know what to expect come fall, come anything else. But it it was a way that we could still be present and be active in our interests and our passions. And frankly, you know, I'd never really done a podcast before. I try everything once, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. I like that. Well, Ryan even said, like, that this was one of the highlights of his week was, you know, just to have conversations with people that are lighthearted, that are passionate, that encourage us to think, that challenge us to go back and, and revisit past experiences or memories or feelings that we've had. I think that's one of the most exciting parts of it all. Like, Nick, the fact that you're still sitting on one question from, I don't know, how many episodes ago? Three? Four? You, you have no idea. And, you know, the next time I get a C folio, I know he's going to ask me about it. And I got to be ready to answer. Because that's the kind of, you know, that, that's how it is. You are right. It is gnawing away at me. I think what's exciting too is that you know, as we transition from, again, the Corona crew um, into Sparked by Rowing, still this idea of sharing stories. It's still going to be the same premise of trying to encourage listeners or encourage ourselves to do a little bit more thinking on a more deeper scale, right? It's not just a yes or no answer. It's, all right, what does that encourage you to think about? So both growth on our part, as well as growth on people that are stepping into the sport or that have stepped out of the sport. We're interested. Uh, that is, well, that's would... so true. And I'm going to say this, Ryan, and then you can go. One of the things I'm excited and nervous about is I know some of these conversations are going to be hard for me to hear. It's going to present things that I, I'm like, oh, I don't agree, or I figure, like, I, I know it's going to be hard. Um, but I know that I'm going to listen 
because mm-hmm. I've, I've really picked up on a lot over the last few months by, by listening to different people and perspectives and trying to understand. And I think that's, that's one of the things we have to start working on solving, right? Is, is how to know that hard times are going to come and we're going to have to make changes. And, um, but I know it's going to challenge me, but I'm excited mm-hmm. for the challenge. I don't know how it's going to change or challenge or direct me, but there are some great stories out there and great experiences that are going to influence what happens with our sport. And some of them I know, most of them I don't, but I think for everyone, we have an opportunity to like hear some things that can really help. Because remember, you choose to win. Like in a race, you choose to win. That is a proven physiological concept. The difference between a gold and silver medalist in a sport like ours is someone chooses to win. Someone chooses to endure more pain, they choose to do more. And that means that at the core of our sport, we are ready to embrace the hardest challenge of all, which is pushing ourselves more. We're prepared for this. We should be. We got to figure out how to get to it. Ryan, what were you going to say? If you're from abroad, we want to hear from you. We want... Absolutely. We, mm-hmm. we, it's time to start broadening out a little bit in terms of the guests on our podcast, um, in terms of their experiences, their viewpoints in the sport, particularly for our, our American listener base as well. One of the other things that we do want to communicate is that the, the Corona crew, this, this whole group, this platform, it's not going to completely die out. We're certainly going to take a few weeks to continue to build out the structure of Sparked by Rowing, um, you know, whether it's coming up with the, the format of the podcast itself, the structure of the podcast, voice, the branding. But while we do that over the next couple of weeks, the Corona crew is going to continue because there's a lot of people in the Sparks community that make Sparks possible and that want to and continue to get involved. So anything from the people behind the scenes, um, our administrators, you know, the campers, the coaches, the program leaders, you know, we want to give them an opportunity to both share their experience, but we also want, want their voices to be heard. Sparks isn't just Ryan. Um, Ryan certainly is the brain of the operations. Uh, and this is his vision. This is his this is his community that he's brought so many people together, but we want you as listeners to be able to hear and maybe see for those of you who are watching the podcast instead of just listening, but we want you to be able to see the faces and see the voices that are within our community. We want them to be able to share their stories of, you know, their experiences and why, why they're so inspired to continue work under the Sparks name. So what you can expect on a weekly basis is the podcasts are likely going to be smaller. They're going to be probably 10 to 15 minutes answering one of three questions of um, anything from what drew you to Sparks, you know, to what you've learned from Sparks to what advice would you give to people out there, like people that may or may not want to try rowing for the first time. We'll certainly keep up with the weekly podcast, but we'll make a formal launch date. I believe the date that we discussed is July 5th for Sparked by Rowing to have its first episode. But in between then, what we want to be able to do is certainly listen to you and listen to your feedback. If you like the podcast, subscribe now so we know that you're out there. Leave us a review. But as we look to take this nest egg that we've created with the Corona crew and take it into the next step, we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear whose stories do you want to hear? What, what more do you think that we could do that would enhance your experience? And if you have any feedback or suggestions, 
please feel free to email me. I'm gonna be the producer behind the scenes of these next two. So my email is katie at sparksconsult.com. And again, let us know who you wanna bring on. Who, whose story are you eager to hear? Because I'm sure that you're not the only one. So Sparks by Rowing launching Monday, July 5th, right after the July 4th weekend. And until then, we're going to continue to have 10 to 15 minute interviews of the Corona crew so you can know, so you can get introduced to more faces of Sparks. For right now, that's a wrap for episode nine. On behalf of all of us here with the Corona crew and the rest of the Sparks community, we'd like to take the time to say thank you for listening and joining us in this venture. We look forward to bringing you Sparks by Rowing on July 5th and another episode of Corona Crew next week. Stay safe.